Welcome to Pin the Q Productions. If you are interested in the culture of the fire service and keeping tradition alive, you have come to the right place. Now sit back and relax with your brothers and sisters and enjoy the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. For more information on Pin the Q Productions, visit www.pintheq.com. Welcome back. To make that perfect cup of coffee, you really only need three things. Fresh, medium ground coffee, good filtered water, and a ridiculously strong, harmonious blend of the two. Because let's be honest, nobody, I mean nobody, wants a thin cup of coffee. The fact is, if you can see through it, that's called tea. Most people, especially first responders, like our coffee as strong and dark as our sense of humor. Now for today we're going to be using a drip style maker because that's what most people are going to be using. So the first thing we're going to do is open up the top and we're going to add our water. Now that our water is added we're going to grab our grounds and we're going to add two tablespoons of coffee grounds per cup of water. I like to add three because I like to be so caffeinated that I can smell colors. Red. Now that we got our coffee and water added, we're going to shut the lid, hit that brew button, and watch that liquid sanity drip down to that carafe. Oh, in case you didn't know it, carafe is just fancy speak for glass container of happiness. And now that you got your perfect cup of coffee, get out there, start your day, do something productive. Or play six hours of video games like I'm about to do. <laughs> Everyone, welcome back to Pin the Q podcast. Special episode number 48. Look who we have here. What's going welcome on? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Appreciate you having me on, brother. <laughs> so uh, for anyone who doesn't know who you are, who's living under a rock maybe, <laughs> everyone else, why don't you tell everyone who you are? Uh, my name is Jason Patton. I'm a firefighter in South Florida, and I am the psychotic mind behind Fire Department Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. A lot yeah, of people like it, man. though. But uh, you're a little bit more than that, right? I mean, it's not just Fire Department Chronicles or Fire Department Coffee for you. You're actually a firefighter paramedic, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I've been a uh, paramedic for 14 years and a, uh, a firefighter for 12. So, yeah, man. Yeah, so you get a little bribbing for the EMS stuff, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man, because... I really enjoy fire, obviously. I, I enjoy the aspects behind it. I mean, fire alarms, if I never ran another one of those in my life, I'd be totally okay. Yeah, you um, else. But, uh, <laughs> The EMS genuinely, for the most part, is actually, to me, is, is actually pretty cool, man, because um, EMS in general is probably one of the only careers that you can get into where you receive like instant gratification if you do something right. Like if you give them the right drug or you you do something. I had a guy the other day who's uh, he was really hypotensive. He was like sixty over thirty. We bolstered him with a bunch of fluid, man. And within three minutes or five minutes, he was waking up, and it was like, wow, that worked, man. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So yeah, trust me, man. EMS sucks, but it, it is cool sometimes. 
So Jason, how'd this all start for you, bro? Like uh, the start of the fire service. And, and actually, I, I guess I would start to say like, where did it all start in EMS for you? Yeah. So I was a mechanic. I was doing that for about five years. And a uh, buddy of mine came up to me and he was like, yo, man, I just started EMT school. I just finished it up. Dude, I loved it. It was awesome. You should try it out. And I was like, ah, I'll try it out. So uh, I went to EMT school and loved it. It was incredible, man. It was like, I didn't enjoy being a mechanic at all. But when it came to EMT score in the medical field, I was like, this is awesome. Dude. This is really, really cool. So did that. Then I jumped to the paramedic school. When I got out of paramedic school, I went into fire school down in Florida. If you're not at least an EMT, you're not getting hired, but you most likely have to be a paramedic to be able to be on the top of the list and stuff. So, but once I went to fire school, I was like, yes, this is freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, this, this is where it's at. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So cool, dude. Um, so yeah, jumped into it, man. And, and uh, never looked back. So when you got hired at your first career department, what was it like for you? So actually I got, I was very lucky. I graduated fire school and uh, the, the applications for my department were closing the next day. Wow. So put in my application. I was one of the lower paid departments in the area. So a lot of people didn't want to apply. And I was like, if you put me on a fire truck, man, I'm gone, bro. Yeah, no so uh, I went into the fire. I went into fire school. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I applied and um took six months before i heard back from them and i got picked up man and it was incredible it was just it was everything that i thought it was going to be um so my department actually at the time didn't even have a hiring class you just showed up they uh they sent you a letter congratulations you're hired show up with enough uh, enough food and, and clothing for 24 hours and wow. uh, yeah you showed up man and, and it was you were right i was riding backwards on a on an aerial and it was it was gonna go man What's it like, you know, a lot of people that watch the show actually aren't firefighters, which I think is, it's, it always shocked me a little bit. You know, people mm -hmm. watch this and aren't firefighters, but they often ask, you know, what's it like at the beginning stages? Like, what's it like to start out somewhere? I mean, I know from my own perspective, how awesome it was. It feels like winning the lottery when you get hired. Yeah. So what was it like for you initially? It was incredible, man. It was just, you know, I was a mechanic before that. So I knew what it was like to start at a different type of job. And then, you know, I'd worked at other places and, you know, delivered Chinese food and stuff. But <laughs> like, there was just something about walking into your first day as a firefighter. And you're like, this is incredible, man. Like, yeah. this is so cool, especially, you know, the brotherhood, the brotherhood portion of it. Like, right when you get in there, you know, someone's busting your balls about something, dude, you know, or... <clears throat> There, in, in it, like even just the smells of the station, getting in the fire truck, what the fire truck smelled like for me the first time, you know, going on that for the first time, the tones went off. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh, this is happening, man. Like going there, you know, I'm like freaking out in the back. Like all the other guys, are like whatever, you know, like you're good. So it, it's, it, it was everything that I wanted it to be uh, and even slightly more, you know. It's so cool that you talk about that smell to firehouse because I often say, you know, I get to, I'm very lucky. I get to go to different firehouses across the U.S. and sit and talk to firefighters. And yeah, it's so funny, bro, because that smell you're talking about, as soon as I walk into a place, I'm like, yep, I'm at a firehouse. Yeah, it it's is, incredible, dude. man. 
it's everything, bro. It's the smells, the lights. It's, you know, just the way people, I don't, listen, firefighters love other firefighters, but when another firefighter walks into another firefighter station, it's like, they start pissing on each other. Like, ah, like, like they're like, what's up, man? This is my house. What, what's up, bro? Like that's the way to, and no matter what, man, like everyone's totally cool to each other, but yeah, you're, the smell, the, the greatest thing that I have appreciated about the fire department is no matter what fire station you walk into, no matter where it's at, no matter what language they speak, there is always the same people. That oh my guy God. at your department, that driver that's just weird, he's yep. at another department, man. <laughs> like, it's, it's like quantum physics, but for fire departments, bro. Every universe exists in every place. It's ridiculous. Absolutely right. And yeah. I can vouch for that because, again, I get to go visit different firehouses. I'm like, yep, we have that. We yep. have that. We have that. Yeah, that it's the same people, bro. It's hysterical. Always. always. I guess that's why I say sometimes like two firefighters can meet and instantly they just have a bond. Yeah. You no, know, not too many professions can can do that, which is incredible, you know? Yeah. So it is. So in Florida, you you just go to the fire academy on your own, or were you sanctioned by a department? How did that work? So yeah, I, I know I know in a lot of departments, uh, especially up north that you know, you can come in as like a civil servant and get right. picked up and then go from there. No, down here, you have to have every certification. There are a couple places, um, but it's not often. So uh, like major metropolitans, you can still come in as a uh, as a civil servant, but most likely not. So here you have to have a minimum of EMT to get into fire school. Okay. Then once you're in fire school, um, you know, you can get picked up as a fire EMT, probably not going to happen in my area. Um, so paramedic is, is going to be, you know, pretty much the minimum you're gonna have to get. So being a firefighter, what would you say for you anyway, bro? What's the most rewarding part? I mean, obviously on a public service side, it's like, it's always good to show up and people genuinely want you to be there and be happy to see you and watch the look on a loved one's face. I mean, this lady, like I was talking about, you know, she's crying because her husband is passed out and she's crying. She thinks he's going to die. You know, she's genuinely concerned. We're calming her like, hey, it's OK. We give him a bunch of fluids and he wakes up and she's like, wow, like like that, that instant gratification, that instant satis satisfaction that somebody gets from watching their loved one being revived or, you know, on the fire side, dude, like someone screaming outside, you know, my kids inside and you run in there. I, we had a, a, a kid, man. Um, uh, one, a one month old inside of a structure inside. Of, it's a second floor, um, second floor apartment. Some, this dude, I don't know. You guys, have, you probably, probably don't have hurricane glass where you're at, man. No, but no. Hurricane glass is impossible to get through. Like you, you need a K-12 to get through this thing. Like you're not, if you're trying with an ax, you're going to be there for a month and a half. Like it's, it's bad. So this guy gets through this, the, uh, the ex-boyfriend sets the place on fire. Um, he's, you know, this whole place on fire is, Four kids inside. Holy Dude crap. gets through hurricane glass with a chair. <laughs> with a chair. <laughs> gets through, saves three of the kids. We get up there, knock the flames out. I don't know how this kid survived. It was by, you know, the grace of God. But this mom is screaming outside, my one month old. And we managed to get in there, dude. And got and saved this kid's life, man. He had zero horns. He was good. Yeah. So handing that that baby off, man, or watching people around like, holy crap, that's it's just it's it's so cool, man. 
It's so what, cool. What's awesome and incredible about that story is, unfortunately, those type of stories, man, aren't they don't happen often, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know firsthand that, you know, we deal with a lot of bad shit. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of bad shit. So I guess I'm just going to push right into that and say that what you do with the Fire Department Chronicles, would you say that your escape from all the stuff from the job and like the, the bullshit? I mean, is oh, some, yeah. this is something fun for you? You know, it all started off as us messing around, dude. It was just, it's the same thing that there, there are a hundred of me across the world. You know, there's a hundred people just like me that do the same thing that I've done. The only difference is that I managed to do it in a PG-13 manner. <laughs> I was saying, bro, because everyone yeah. else takes the firehouse humor, puts it on the internet, and they're like, yeah. why are you mad at me, chief? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You just showed your dick on the internet. You can't do that, man. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> <sounds> fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not good, dude. So, yeah, it was a way for us to kind of BS and come together. You know, again, besides the, the instant satisfaction of watching people appreciate what we do and just being able to help others. The number one or the number two thing, or I'd actually say it's probably closer to number one is just being around your boys, man. I love oh, it. God, dude. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. absolutely. Because as a mechanic, you don't do that, man. Right. You're, you're by yourself. You're in a hood. Yeah. Like, yo, like I, these are my jobs, man. Like you're right. not taking my jobs, bro. Like, you know, you like everyone, but no, man, I love that dude. I, I love just being around the kitchen table, bro. Being around the dinner table, talking to the guys. You got that issue going on, you know, like, dude, I don't know what to do at home, man. And and there's always that guy that's already gone through it once. And he's like, he's either an asshole about it, like, <laughs> yeah, sex for you. Or, you know, he's good and gives you some solid advice, you know? So, yeah. It's obviously funny. That was one of the questions I was going to ask you about, you know, your perception or your, you know, how you feel about the kitchen table. And for me, I know that, no matter what's going on in my life, if I go there and I and I actually sit and I'm a little bit vulnerable on that table, yeah, I really do get people who give a shit. They do, you know, and you know they'll they'll break your balls and stuff, but it's all right of passage. I feel like you know, but if you're if you're truly accepted in this job, then you're gonna get the best advice because, like you said, someone obviously has already been through that. I mean, we're good at that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's uh there's two things that we're really good at: saving lives and divorcing. That's where we are. We're amazing at that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but um, no, dude, what, what's the phrase or the saying, you know, all the world's problems have been solved um, around it, the firehouse it, t- kitchen table. Bro, yeah, it's 100% like, true. It is, bro, because you're right, man. Like you, you eat dinner, like you sitting there shoveling food in your face. Everyone's yep. bullshitting with each other. Someone's busting someone's balls and you're, you're laughing. You're genuinely enjoying being around with the people, but every once in a while, we do have that serious moment where someone's yeah. like, man, I don't know what to do, bro. Like this is what's going on in my finances or, you know, my wife, my ex-wife, whatever, man. And there's just, the, the, we care about each other, Absolutely. you know, it, genuinely, you know, right. for the most part, <laughs> but, you know, um, and that's why I feel sad for some people who just never get to experience that, you Absolutely. know? Yeah. So. And again, it's amazing how on a flip of a switch someone can take something so funny and jovial and then you say something and someone picks up right away that hey something's wrong yep and everyone everyone snaps their attention like hey but what's going on bro everything all right exactly and then, dude and that's yeah. what's cool is people yeah. will pick that up they'll be like what well, what was that you know yeah that's it's so crazy and this is one of those jobs where if you come in and you're off people 
people tend to know you're off. You know, it's not, it's not like, Hey man, something, something's not right. Because you don't, we don't spend eight hours with each other, right? Like you don't, you can put a face on for eight hours, but you know, you, you can't do it for 24, you know, <laughs> or depending on what your shift schedule is, you just can't bro. That's you know, really, That's a really good point. Yeah. That is Thank a really good point. Most, most, most places for eight hours, you're there or you're in your own cubicle, you're doing your own thing. But I mean, there was a constant interaction. You know, your, your, your dad or your mom or your brothers, you know them because you have spent a lifetime with them. You've spent, right. you know, you've seen them eat. You've seen all these little things, all their, their micro expressions, and you know, all of those. So when something's off about your loved one or your kids or whatever, you know it, man, because it's just, yeah. just that little micro expression that's off. It's the same thing with us, man. It's the same thing, bro. You, you've spent however many years are, do you guys bid into stations? Well, we have one station, so oh, we're, we're it. <laughs> it's just one station. We're it. <laughs> so most people like either have one station or they bid into stations or like me, I have a, a smaller department. So I know all these people right. and you know immediately man you see that guy or that girl and you're like mm, like what's what's going on and if you approach it and you're vulnerable and you're able to just talk to them about it and you make them feel like you actually give a shit people will genuinely open up man they want yeah. to open it, up it's amazing i've been on that receiving end man i it's amazing what people will tell you if you if you actually show interest and in, and in actually generally give a shit like you just said if you care you know it's amazing what people will tell you and you can Dude, dive you can in a little I, we've, you know, I've heard many times, especially in the mental health field, um, dude, it's natural for trains to start to rock off the tracks a little bit, right? I mean, little tracks on, on, uneven, or it's going a little faster on a corner. You know, if you slow it down or or adjust the way that the tracks are, sometimes you can truly stop something from from going off the rails. It just, right. you know, minute changes. It's you know that that whole like you drop a pebble in, in the water you know it, it's just a small ripple but once right. it starts moving out further it's bigger and bigger if you can just stop that ripple just like hey dude yeah. how you doing everything all right like you know we good like <laughs> oh no actually i need to talk about this you have now stopped whatever cascade of shit that was about right. to come out to that you know dude 100 bro yeah, so yeah. you talk about being a mechanic what what was it like for you with that transition from being a citizen and being a mechanic to like diving into the fire service because bro it's a totally different animal it was the greatest thing i've ever experienced it was wonderful i, I hated being a mechanic <laughs> i don't have patience for it man i'm just not that guy like it's just it's just you know i was decent but i sure shit was not amazing you know but it's um, kind of crazy you were able to transfer some of that knowledge into the fire service it, it, and cool. that's what was cool yeah. i i've always said i am blessed to know the, I'm blessed to have a working knowledge of the two things that everyone wants to know about how to fix your car and how to work on your, what's going on with your body. You know, like <laughs> I'm, I'm can't, cause you can't really fix half the stuff that's going on. Right now, so, you know, <laughs> so, um, you know, that's like, I, I'm blessed enough to know those types of things. So I've, I've been very thankful for, for that in general, but man, it was a great transition. I loved it, dude. I loved it, man. It's again, you know, you walk in the doors of those of the, of the fire station and hopefully you're walking into a good place, man. But the second you walk in there, you're like, I'm home, bro. Like, oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah. And it's and it's truly 100 percent about the crew. If you're with a good crew, you could be God. at the worst station in the world. But you're so boys. yeah, it's so true. I swear yeah. to God, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, for yeah. me, I swear I I tell guys all the time. I can't believe we actually get paid for this. Yeah, dude, that's 
that's I love that saying. Like we got paid today. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, like, I can't believe you paid to do this, man. It's 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 actually incredible. It so, is. Bro, tell me about how did this fire department coffee thing even start? Yeah, that's it was it was cool. Uh we uh so so fire department coffee, it started off uh so when I'd say four, it's about four years ago now, a little four years. Uh, Luke Schneider, the CEO, he's a Rockford firefighter. He hits me up and he's, he saw, uh, one of my videos where I was describing how, uh, Cafe Bustello was the only thing that was going to keep all of, <laughs> all of us from murdering each other in the fire station. Yeah. <laughs> that's because that's, we, that's you know, bro, it's so funny. Yeah. It's well, so we, uh, in Florida, whenever a hurricane hits, they take two, they take two shifts and they put them on duty together right. and then have the third shift coming on once the hurricane's done. And then they keep those guys on that kind of thing. So um, we were going to have like 32 guys in one station. It was going to be a crap shoot. So I uh, put this video up saying, hey, uh, you know, Kathy Bustelo's the only thing that stopped us from killing each other. Someone tagged Fire Department Coffee. Luke hits me up. He's like, hey, man, we should work together. And I said, send me the coffee. Let me try it. And he sent it. And I was like, this is actually good coffee. Bro, would you know those are the two those are the two tins of coffee in, in the firehouse? Yeah, that's my man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so funny, man. New <laughs> Jersey, Florida, it's the same. <laughs> bro, it's the same thing, man. It's the same circus, different clowns. You gotta make that uh you gotta make the freaking uh <laughs> do you guys do that? You guys put the sugar in there and mix it up with little top. So, so there's all these there's all these uh secrets to all these recipes you go to. So I went to Passaic Fire Department and I did an episode with them. Mm. And they go, hey, bro, as soon as I got there, I swear to God, I'm not even here in five minutes. We're like, guy comes over with coffee. So here you go, bro. He goes, this is our coffee. So I go, all right. I try it. I'm like, oh, what's in that? He goes, I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, firehouse secret, bro. It doesn't go anywhere. Now, they their coffee is hooked up direct to the line. So the water is like always flowing into coffee, bro, all the time. Uh legit it's a legit they're like oh yeah we the city didn't do that we ran all that ourselves we ran all the wild all the all the piping and i'm like okay we you get it you totally get it it's that's awesome. like but that's man that's awesome i love that dude and not because i own a coffee company but because like that's i love firehouse pride like okay, we want the coffee man city's not gonna do it we're gonna plummet like and there's always a firefighter that's a plumber like oh yeah jimmy's a plumber man get him in here and jimmy's out there plumbing shit. <laughs> Dude, plumbers we're, we're, we're plumbers doctors uh you know like workers electricians it's, yeah. it's mechanics yeah exactly always someone at the firehouse could fix something up all, all day bro all I, day. I work with this one guy parent his name is parent man this guy can fix he's macgyver he's actually macgyver and he could fix anything. Guys will come in the firehouse with broken things from their house. Like, oh, this is for my furnace. It's broke. I got to buy a part on Amazon. He's like, no, 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 hold on. Let me make that for you. I'm like, what? He <laughs> make something? He's just incredibly does everything. Yeah. Just yeah, like I, that are awesome. And I love that, man. I love that. Because 99% of firefighters don't make enough money to, to uh, you know, sustain whatever normal lifestyle yeah. they'd like to have. So we all thank you. Definitely not for the money. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely didn't do this for money. Yeah, not at all. Now, now Luke's a vet, correct? He's a veteran. Yeah, Luke's a uh, he's a Navy veteran as well, That's um, awesome. which is incredible, dude. Yeah, very very cool, man. So, in fact, I didn't know that all Navy firefighter or all all Navy men have to be firefighters or certified firefighters. 
Never knew it's, that. Yeah, that, I actually heard that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And, I thought and the good cool. thing is, if, if anybody's watching right now and you want to try this coffee, again, this is not a commercial. This was never set up to be a commercial, just so everybody knows. But you're buying from a vet. I mean, it, you know, that's that's another thing, too, man. You've got to support our people. It's just huge. Yeah. Well, because, you know what, man, that, that's what it's about, dude, right? So, like, we 10% of all of our net proceeds go back to helping sick and injured first responders. Awesome. Every month. Yeah, every month we choose either a firefighter, a veteran, or a like-minded charity, and we donate somewhere between uh, 500, it's it's 500 to $1,000 per charity, so up to $2,000 per month. That wow. we, uh, that's we incredible, do. bro. Like, that, it, it's it's just, awesome. Yeah, I got to tell you, man, there's just something about it where when somebody's hurting, bro, you, you take care of them, man, you help them out a little bit, dude, and, and, and even if it's 500 bucks, man, like, if that pays a bill, a man. Money. Yeah, it's a lot of money actually in the end of the day. That's, yeah. that's, not, that's nothing to blink at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. so bro, tell me, because I know everybody's waiting for this, man. Tell me about <laughs> Fire Department Chronicles, man. How how the hell did this start? I'm insane. That's uh yeah, no. <laughs> well, that certainly helps. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so um dude, we were all sitting around the firehouse one day, man. We were BSing and uh uh National Geographics comes up. <laughs> we were like, we should do a fire department edition. I was like, yeah. let's do it, man. So yeah. we uh, did one video of hunting the battalion chief. And <laughs> it was just all about how the bigger the belly, the more gnarly they are. And you got to be careful about watching the mustache because it flares. You're going to die. You know, that kind of thing. So um, <laughs> it, we, I put it up on the Internet, dude. Like, it did all right. You know, I don't know. It may got like a couple hundred views. And... Then I made a few more, and then I put up the natural mating call of the paramedic, which is bitching. And it was like, it exploded. We got like 100,000 views in like eight hours. And I was like, holy crap. I was freaking out. It was so funny, man. But um, it, just, it just progressed, you know? That's what Fenton told me, too. He's like, bro, I just put this on as a joke, really. And he goes, next thing I know, I got you know, close to a million hits. I'm like, oh, my God. That's... So Fenton, Fenton is so talented when it comes to long videos. Right. Like he is ultra talented, especially when it comes to music videos. Oh yeah. Oh God. That party he did with his wife. Oh my God. It's so funny. It's so good, bro. Yeah. And it does, you know, my videos, a good portion of them, at least the, like the, uh, what firefighters say, what paramedics say, what EMTs say, stuff like that. There's not a ton of production into that, right? But those videos that he does, man, production value off the butt, man. It's just ridiculous, huge, dude. One of my favorite videos that he ever did. Did you see the Christmas one that he did last year? Yes. Yes. That was I, that unbelievable how he timed that, how he timed it all. How cool is that, dude? <laughs> I was just so impressed with that, man. It like, was really good. It was so good, dude. For me, and, it's, the timing was uh, is incredible. I don't know how long that took. It had to take forever. Forever, bro. And <laughs> and like that's what I've always loved about him is he's right. just so talented when it comes to anything like that. He's really, really good, dude. So yeah, it's awesome. It's yeah. it's good to have have something else, bro. You you gotta have something else. So like what you're doing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's what it is, man you off gas you find a way to laugh you find a way to make other people laugh but what i've enjoyed lately is like reviewing tv shows but like reviewing it and educating people 
Um, and I'm actually currently working on um, fire safety tips for the home because like, awesome. yeah, like people don't know how to use extinguishers, man. They don't know how to like have something for their kids to know like, oh shit, if the house is on fire, don't go out that door. That's bad, man. That's really bad. So like, uh, you know, just trying to from find burning down. They come in many types and sizes, but the most common is gonna be ABC style or dry chem or the most fun to use, carbon dioxide. Extinguishers can be used in the case of almost any fire that most homeowners would experience, like a kitchen fire. <laughs> an electrical fire, a car fire, or the most dangerous, an emotional spouse fire. Furniture from the hurricane back outside. The dishes are never done. The trash, trash was yes. The best part is extinguishers are extremely easy to use. Just remember the acronym PASS. Pull, aim, squeeze, sweep, scream. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm being told that screaming isn't actually a part of the acronym that apparently comes from my massive self-esteem issues. Number two, smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. Smoke detectors are important because alerting people at the first signs of a fire, AKA smoke, is what truly defines the difference between being able to escape a house when there's a house fire or being overcome by smoke. You see, most people believe that people who die in you know, house fires- But one of the things you did recently was comedic genius first of all this one cat comes on there you could tell the dude like lives in his basement eats hot pockets that he's talking all kinds of trash about the fire department right and you come on here and you do like <laughs> you rebut his story dude it's so so funny you know you do it tastefully but <laughs> you smashed him it was awesome i appreciate it that's and that's what it is dude i try to make the things especially if i'm rebutting someone I try to make it tasteful. Like I, I don't want to trash him. I don't want to make fun of his weight or anything like that. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. But I, you know, when I watched that video, I was like, none of this makes sense, bro. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, yes. what are you doing? People listen to that that have no clue and are like, actually listen to this idiot. <laughs> He's talking logic. That's what it, there's no logic. Like right. the Wall Street Journal thing that was talking about the five things that firefighters will never tell you. Like, what? <laughs> Who wrote that? How are you even, how are you rehearsing or, or speaking these lines and going, yeah, yeah, that's factual. That's good. <laughs> Bro, how do you balance all this? So you, you have the fire department call for you. You have, you know, your show you're doing, which is awesome. And then, of course, you're a full-time firefighter paramedic. How are you balancing all this? Because that's, it's an honest question. Dude, I don't know, man. It just, uh, you know, I try, I try to find balance. It's been, it was difficult for a while um, to try to find balance and and put things in perspective and really have an understanding that like I enjoy expanding the pages. I enjoy doing everything that I'm doing and making my brothers and sisters laugh. But there was a point where I had to like sit down one day and go, "All right, dude." can't put out that many videos i can't right. like i need to have a life i need to you know find perspective and enjoy things around me you know that kind of thing um because yeah on top of the, the coffee and chronicles and the full-time job i also do the uh first responder mental health with banding treatment centers and like awesome just, man yeah it, it's you know what man like it should all make sense right it should all blend together at some point in time and, and and thankfully they do anyone that i could ever give advice to when it comes to doing this kind of stuff is just make sure whatever you're doing 
it it makes sense and lines up with the other stuff because then it kind of folds together and makes sense in the end you know so tell me more about what you're doing with that that's awesome man i appreciate it man uh yeah i i uh so a, a lot of people would reach out to me, dude, and they were like, hey, this really helps my mental health. You know, I, I enjoy the videos. It's really cool. But I, by the way, man, I'm really struggling. What should I do? And it was like, I, I laugh like, I, you know, I, but some people genuinely needed help. So I wanted to have people that I could trust that I knew if I sent a brother or sister to this place that they wouldn't get screwed over and they would genuinely get treated if they needed. So I, I you know headhunted and vet and vetted a lot of places and i found uh banding treatment centers and they're just they've been incredible man 12 12 facilities across the united states they're opening up two or three more like just very cool they know what they're doing they're very good at it and um you know you don't get sprayed with a fire truck when you walk into a station that doesn't happen but uh you know if you if you feel like you're gonna kill yourself or you feel like you're drinking too much they can help you out of that hole and get you to a place to where you know you can make it to retirement and not blow your head off you know I talked to some of these guys and, and girls and, you know, immediately what they talk about is this stigma, right? The stigma in the fire service that, oh, if I tell someone I'm going to get fired or if I tell someone how I'm feeling, uh, yeah. they're not going to be working anymore. Talk a little bit about that. So, you know, for a lot of people, it's, it's actually, I mean, it is in the fire service, but the biggest area we see that in is police officers because police officers, they're like, I don't want to talk about what's going on in my head because if I do, they're going to take my gun and they will they'll take their gun but for firefighters it, it's it dude it's a manliness thing man it's just it's a constant cock showing game when we walk in mm -hmm. whether you're a female or a male you know i see right. women who who want to have bigger cocks than the rest of us so <laughs> like it's, it's, so, but you know it's this thing with this persona like like yo if i'm not the toughest guy around then yeah. no one's going to respect me which is honest to god the opposite there are most people most people i mean and there are the the geriatric dinosaurs that are making their way out the back you know and it is what it is but most people most firefighters when they are going through stuff man oh um yeah her her uh she had to do cpr her best friend who died from an overdose man so that's why she was crying and then it <laughs> everyone else changes their tones from there yeah, like oh like, oh shit <laughs> you know feel like an so, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like all right maybe i need to rethink things so yeah. a lot of times people are willing to talk man just being vulnerable at a table saying like you know because and like we talked about before dude someone said you know you see that minute change and like hey man what's going on be vulnerable for a second validate what they're saying like Dude, uh, you know, that 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 call was really bad for me, bro. Like, oh, man, all right, man. Well, why? Why was it bad for you, dude? Just validating that dude can truly change the project or the uh, the trajectory of somebody's life, you know? Oh, absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. So I see behind you, you know, over your right shoulder, you have something on the wall. What is that? That that's bro, that's I actually you. crowning achievement, bro. That's I saw you. Ah, uh, this was like, this is my plaque, man. I got it from how uh, cool is that, man? Hundred thousand subscribers, dude. It did, was, you, did you ever think you you know get to that point? No. Yeah, absolutely it's, not. It's incredible, man. According to I appreciate that, man, because it was one of those things where, um, when I first started doing the videos, I was like, you know, I want a hundred thousand subscribers on Facebook, <laughs> and I hit that, and I was like, woohoo! And then, you know, and then it was, you know, a couple other things. And then I said, you know, 
I don't think I'll ever make it to a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. That would be like the ultimate goal. Right. Right. And when it happened, I was like, Holy crap, man, it's just, it's just cool, dude, because people genuinely enjoy the stuff, man. I'm not just throwing, you know, right. Anything uh, out just to get subscribers. Right. right. Yeah. I'm not reposting people's yep. stuff. Like I genuinely try to create stuff that people enjoy and think happens a lot, man. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. That happens a lot. It does. It, like, you know what, man? I, I think at the end of the day, if you're able to positively change people's lives, whether it's through the job or just not being a giant piece of shit, mm -hmm. uh, I think I think that's that's truly what the meaning of life is. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. It, you know what? What's crazy to me is I'll see people put like everything they got into something they created, like something on Instagram, like a guy created a, a tool for the fire service, and he yeah busted his ass creating this thing right and then someone else sees, sees it and like oh yeah that's cool i'm gonna make the same thing and change one thing on it and try to sell that it. it's just i don't get it like why can't people just be authentic bro keep stay in your lane like do you worry about you yeah it's it's insane it's insane man it can be because people don't um i get i get creativity and changing creativity or improving on something but to blatantly steal people's stuff is just i don't get it man you know if you're gonna if you're gonna make something better then reach out to the person that created it and be like hey what do you think about this yeah partner you know, with them whatever yeah. well you know but so unfortunately you and i um you and i think on a firefighter side we think on a brotherhood we think on a you know we we don't get paid like that but right. if i put you in a situation where you know if you knew you were going to make enough for your family and stuff just by tweaking that one thing and and you didn't have any other financial options you might take that route so like it's it's just people it's not my thing yeah that's yeah. not who i am but you know that's the way some people are i've met a lot of entrepreneurs man that do not think the way that i do and it and it makes being in a successful business very difficult sometimes oh, absolutely yeah. so brother, what was your best experience so far with the fire service absolute best i know it's a hard question because there's you know so many things that happen in our career like how do you pick yeah. one thing but is there one thing that stands out for you i mean on on different like on different sides of the spectrum that pulling that baby out was probably one of my like on the fire side just like right wow man like definitely seeing in my opinion an actual miracle because the only reason this baby survived dude was the when uh when that guy went in and kicked down all the stuff he kicked down a door and the baby was inside of those little half shape mm -hmm. uh, moon shaped um uh, pillows yep. and was inside of it and the door fell on top of it and sealed the baby inside wow that's so, incredible it was insane, dude. And then when we pulled this baby out of there, man, we were like, it saved this kid's life. It was just, it was mind blowing to me. But brotherhood, like true brotherhood, like that I've never seen on this kind of level. We got a brand new fire chief about uh, six years ago now, seven years ago. And my father died of cancer. I'm sorry to hear it, bro. Oh, no, I appreciate it, man. Um, this man had never met my father a day in his life. He'd only been fire chief for two months, three okay. months. And my dad dies and I take off work. And, um, th you know, two weeks later we have the funeral and he shows up 
like never he didn't know me for anything he had just started the fire department never like maybe maybe once but my fire chief goes you know an hour out of his way and shows up at my dad's funeral the my uh the uh god what do you call it the honor guard showed up my dad was not a firefighter you know sure they showed up and they stood next to his casket for a while yeah like just you're a firefighter that's what it's all about yeah you know what you, you know what you call him leader yeah best chief i've ever had yeah, you know and, I, and actually he trains our current chief and and that and now and i love this chief so like you just see it man when the right people get in yeah. and they, they and they teach people the way to actually tr- and i'll tell you what i told this guy when he was getting ready to leave he was going to another a bigger county i was like listen man you need me to murder somebody bro i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> like you know because it's just like that's that's what true leaders do and that's yeah. a lot of chiefs or a lot of bosses they don't they just don't get it man you know that that's where you told me gave me you know gave me goosebumps because it's true like th- those are true leaders and and people like that they show their leadership abilities through actions not words exactly you, know, you could say a ton of stuff but that that's that's the real deal right there it was just like the day he did that man the day he walked in there and i saw him show up i like from that moment on i was like whatever you need man yeah. even if it i got to take a reduction in pay so you can buy a new truck <laughs> whatever bro let's That's go awesome. man like you know what you're doing <laughs> so let me ask you man with, with your success on instagram and and you know the, the whole firefighter fire department chronicles do you find yourself in a situation where you have a lot of younger firefighters coming to you for advice or a lot of firefighters reaching out to you sending you messages do you have any of that yeah so actually a lot man a lot of a lot of uh, junior firefighters, people just getting into the business, even a little older, but they they want to j- either jump in the business or they they just you know getting ready to start their rookie year. It happens all the time, man. And um, you know, I try to answer every single message that that I get. And uh, you know, the biggest piece of advice I give people, man, is be smart about about what you're doing right like don't don't uh, don't drink and drive. Keep your record clean, you know, because Dude, I don't know about you guys, man, but down here, if there's a job that has 10 available spots, you're going to have 3,000 applicants. Same thing, like, here. Same thing here. Yeah, it's insane. Oh. So you got to be the cream of the crop, man. No speeding yeah. tickets, nothing. The number one piece of advice I give people, bro, is stay off the internet with your bullshit. Like, <laughs> what you think? Stop. Like, I know that. Like, I know that's, that's so, like, you're like a uh, hypocrite, but like, you will never see my opinions on my personal page or me like screw Trump or screw yeah, Biden yeah, or yeah. like, bro, especially political stuff. The last thing you want career killer right there, man, career killer, man, mm-hmm. career killer. And, and also, especially when you're trying to get hired. So you walk into a job applicate or you walk into a, an interview, you're shaking everyone's hand. Everyone loves your stuff, man, but they're all Democrats. They're all Democrats. And then they're like, check a social media out. Trump is the greatest thing ever. Right. And we were like, well, that's illegal. They can't do that. Well, they can do it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean they don't have influence. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. just, just keep it off the internet, man. Just it, it, once you get hired, then just don't say anything super stupid on the internet. Right. right. You know? Yeah. We're in a tough position, man. Cause you know, we're in a public eye. So all eyes are on us, unfortunately. So, you know, your opinion isn't like everyone else's. 
You know, no, it's totally no. different, man. It, it's not, dude. It's really, really not. You know. So, bro, before before I let you off the hot seat, what what would you say is in the future for you, man? Because obviously you get you got your pokers in the fire, right? So, what what's the future for you, man? A massive heart attack. <laughs> Uh, just the widow. I just uh, um, you know what, man? Uh, I would. We got a lot coming down with coffee, bro. We are we are going to truly try to change um, the way people look at fire department coffee. You know, enjoy nice. it. Yeah, like we we want to make this the coffee for every hardworking person across the world, man. Every first responder that's out as you there. can see, bro. My, my man, I'll continue. I'll continue to buy it because it's awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it, dude. So listen, how um, can someone get it? Like before we go further, how, how can someone get your coffee? Because I'll put the link right here, man. I appreciate it. Uh, so uh, you can go on firedepartmentcoffee.com. You can Google us, Fire Department Coffee. Uh, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, and uh, we got our direct links there. So yeah, go on any of those. If you use uh, actually, um, what is this coming out? It's coming out next week. Next week. Perfect. Good. Uh, uh, Next week or actually the last week of November, we're having like a 20 or 25% off sale. I can't remember which one one it is. So big sale. The big pin the Q sale. Yeah. Big pin the Q sale, baby. Uh, (laughs) um, So yeah, we're, uh, yeah, you can go on there and check it out, man. But 20, 25% off, dude, and and snatch up all the coffee you can get. That's awesome, bro. Well, listen, I really appreciate coming on my little show. Dude. Good to talk to you. Look at that backdrop, bro. No one, no one has no little show is a backdrop like that. Come on, man. You, bro, you gotta have wood. Dude, <laughs> solid. That's gotta be six, seven thousand dollars in wood. Right now. <laughs> it's yeah, awesome. that's good, man. <laughs> Dude, thanks again, man. And uh we're looking forward to seeing even more and more fire department chronicles. I'm telling you, every day I see something come out. I can't wait to press it. And and real quick, just to say what you said before, I'm I'm gonna follow up on that. And that is for me personally. It doesn't matter what kind of day I'm having. I can be having the worst day ever, the shitty day ever. Watch one of your videos. Bro, I'm telling you, it, it just I laugh. It's hysterical because you literally hit on things that happen every day in the fire service. Like <laughs> it's real stuff. People can actually relate to the things you're talking about. I, I dude, I can't thank you enough for saying that, bro. That's what it's all about, man. Just keeping yeah. my brothers and sisters laughing, having a good time, man. Bring this all together, man. That's what it's about, dude. No doubt, bro. Thanks so much for coming on to the show, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. All right, dude. Stay safe. You too, brother. Later.